Hey, it's Wendy. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm currently recording this intro while kneeling on the floor and pressing my MacBook charger into the wall because unless it's held at a certain angle, it won't charge. And as you will hear in the episode that I'm about to play, I'm in a hotel because we're demoing the bathrooms at our house. And uh, that's not great for not only for like working or recording, uh, but also it's just not great for, I don't know, not having a fucking mental breakdown, especially when I'm pregnant and I want to do things like not exist in a construction zone. Um, So uh, for whatever reason, the charger, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm able to charge it, thankfully. (laughs) Uh, I'm flexible enough and strong enough. I'm a mom now, so I can do fucking anything. Um, This episode is another episode of Baby on the Way. You know, there's just a lot going on in my life. And uh, as you will hear in this episode, about three days ago, um, I've been having some bad morning sickness, but I decided to get fancy and bought a new eye cream and a new facial serum. And apparently there are ingredients in both of those that are not okay for pregnant ladies. So I broke out into like a crazy allergic reaction for the last couple of days. And just that kind of set me back. And I've been trying to be like zen about it. But also when your face doesn't look like your face, like legit Quasimodo. If you go on my Instagram, there'll be photos up. And uh, that's kind of what I talk about in this episode. And again, it's for pregnant people. But also I think it's applicable just in general. Even if you're not knocked up and you're not a parent. Or even if you are a parent and your kids are grown up. If you're just a human being, I think it's nice for us to like not talk shit to ourselves all the time. Uh, and uh, that's what this episode is about loosely. Again, my first night in a hotel <laughs> as a as a mom-to-be and being in a hotel alone and being sober. <sighs> oh, boring city. But, spoiler alert, if you're being like healthy, eating a lot of carbs right before you go to bed is kind of the same as taking an Adderall or doing a couple of lines of Coke. I was tossing and a turn in. And thanks to Jupiter taking up uh, half, if not more of my nutrients, including oxygen and water, I feel like very out of breath. So it sounds like I've just been chain smoking all night, which is like pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing to do. I'm in a hotel with a fucking balcony and a table and chairs and an ashtray. There's an ashtray out there. Do you know how wild this was for me to be in a hotel? with a fucking balcony and an ashtray. And I didn't smoke and I thought about it and I thought about it and I just was like, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. So I know this is not like a full I love you, please stop episode in this intro, but there's a little nugget for the OG people. If you're struggling with anything, addiction, um, changing behavioral patterns, you can just kind of say like, hey, stop. You, you know what you can say? You can say, I love you. Please stop. Oh, my God. And it's full circle. But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was about two hours of like, I have cash. I could get blow. I really talked myself. I wasn't going to actually do it, but I allowed myself to entertain the thought and weigh the pros and cons. And I was like, you know what? I see a lot more cons in going on a secret one-night bender <laughs> Well, I have a a baby trying to grow my body. There are a lot more cons than pros. In fact, I could think of almost zero pros. So I decided against that, uh, and I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, We'll talk about that on another full episode when I don't have to 
literally press my body weight into an outlet. All right. Um, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Heads up. Patreon is back. I mentioned something in this episode uh, where I'm like talking to Jupiter and I've started recording those. I'm going to be collecting those to give to my little baby one day. It's very cute. Well, I mean, I talk to myself anyway and I'm like, oh, I can talk to the, this person inside of me. Um, and so I'm starting to post those, but so I will be back uh, on the Patreon with fuller episodes, but there's a little video of me and Jupiter talking about death. I'm telling Jupiter that we're all going to die. That's the first life lesson. And so I want to start out real heavy because then every other thing is going to be like very chill compared to, Hey, you're not even born yet. And guess what? One day you going to die, girl. So, um, that's up there. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you get something from this episode, even if you are not with child. And um, yeah, be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Give yourself a hug and give yourself a glass of water. All right. I'll talk to you very well. I will talk to you as always right after this record scratch. Bye. Hello, mamas and non-mamas alike. I mean, this is obviously a show for pregnant people or pregnancy. I guess it's a pregnancy journal, uh, but I don't want to exclude people who might not be knocked up, but still want to kind of like, you know, listen in and get some wisdom from a pregnant old woman. And uh, let me clear my throat. This is very unprofessional, and I apologize. The sound, hopefully I can make some adjustments. I'm recording from a hotel room. And... uh, Ah, trying to get as much done as I possibly can while I'm in this room. I did not uh, break up with my baby daddy. I um, We're having some work done on our house. I know, such a fucking Texas mom thing to say, but we are, we're having the bathroom demoed, and, uh, well, both of them are being demoed, and I work from home. And not only do I work from home, but I'm also uh, nine and a half weeks pregnant. And so uh, I don't want to be in a construction zone. And so my boyfriend was kind enough to put me in a hotel uh, so that I could get some sleep and get some shit done. And you know what I did? I ordered, uh, (laughs) I did, I I shot two TikToks last night. Um, And then uh, I didn't edit any. I watched some TV because we have the streaming services at home. And so I got, I just get excited to watch like boring ass regular local TV. And then I did order kind of a lot of room service. To be fair, was not all for me. Some of it was for baby Jupiter. And I'm also, I'm trying to teach Jupiter lessons um, every day. You know, as I find myself getting stressed out, I've noticed, um, I don't know if you've noticed this, like if you uh, are a negative self-talk person, which I am, and I think most human beings can be at sometimes. Um, and I'm out of breath right now, I should say, because I am actively also working out and doing like armbands and leg stretches and weird push-ups, which is what we're going to talk about this episode. Um, The idea of starting to do the mental work on not beating ourselves up and uh, letting go of the negative self-talk. And even if it's not shit that we say out loud, it's stuff that runs through our heads sometimes, maybe automatically. Again, this could be all me, but I think a lot of people are the same. Um... Because that all that stuff is going to affect not only our mood, our health, and our pregnancy, and our baby on a cellular level, right? Negative thoughts, kind of shitty attitude, and just stress in general is not good for your body. And guess what is a part of your body? Your baby. Um, so we want to start now because once the kid comes out, at least for me, I look, I'm like seven months out um, if everything goes as planned. Um, 
I need to take a deep breath because (sighs) there we go. I'm working on not judging myself for any problems I have. And this is, again, what we're going to be talking about. Babies take your oxygen. They take your oxygen. They are parasites. And Jupiter is the cutest little parasite. I'm sure I'm so excited to meet them when they get here. Um, But right now, Jupiter's taking my water. I mean, I I drink three, four liters of water a day, and I still have, like, chapped lips. I feel dehydrated. Even right now, I'm standing and talking, and it's like, man, I feel out of breath. Because our bodies, again, this is for the pregnant people, and if you are not pregnant and you're like, my body's also pumping out uh, two to three times as much blood um, to (laughs) collect in my body, you might go see a doctor. Um, But for those of us that are knocked up, like, your body's changing. Our bodies are changing. We're literally transforming into, like, from an autonomous being into a carrier of a person. So our body's priority is not us. Our body's priority is not that, like, we wake up in a good mood and can just fucking just crush our workouts every day. Just get up. Don't eat carbs. No carbs. We're, do- we're doing keto. Our body does not give a shit. It's like you eat what you're hungry for, Obviously, you want to try to make um, nutritionally balanced uh, and nutritionally dense choices, right? And I, um, before I ever did stand-up, I was uh, I was a personal trainer and a dietitian. So thankfully, I have a little bit of background, and I've been trying to like work fruits and vegetables. Thankfully, thankfully, excuse me, fruits are like that's uh, pretty much all I want to eat. Um, Vegetables seem to be a little bit harder, and I've been, well, we can go over recipe. You know what, fucking, it's my show. Let's do a recipe now while it's, I'm thinking about it. For vegetables, quick tip, because I just, I, I can't do salads, and I used to love salads, and I can't do it. I, my food intake is so strange. Um, obviously, when eat smaller meals throughout the day, because I've got crazy um, nausea. And last night, can I tell you last night, so I'm in this hotel and I, back in the good old days, if I would have booked a hotel to do like a shoot, which I've done before, um, before I was knocked up, before I was living with someone, before I was living in a home where we're like, we're having construction done. They're like demoing the bathrooms. That's right. Plural. Two bathrooms, two demos. Before that, I always lived in studio apartments. And if you've been listening for a long time, I lived in an attic uh, for the past year before I moved to Austin. Um, But so I would get hotels as a place to just kind of feel like I was in a a studio space. I mean, to get out of a fucking 400-square-foot room uh, where I was living. So I'm used to doing this. This is like a fun treat. It's something that I used to do when I could afford it. I would try to do it like once a month. And if you live in an area where you can do that, and there's like a cute like boutique hotel, obviously if you're going to like, I don't know, and I don't want to be judgy, but like a Hampton Inn type of like, you know, if it's like a generic like hotel near an airport that will make you sad and want to put a gun in your mouth, don't go there. But if you have like a cute boutique hotel or even like an Airbnb, like something where you can just go for the day, I highly recommend it if you can fit it in your budget and you're not going to piss off your partner and they're like, what is that supposed to mean? You're like, it means I want to eat whatever I want and then lay in bed and fart throughout the night. That's honestly what... And also I have to get work done. But it's like, I want to stretch out across the whole bed, especially being pregnant. This is kind of how I normally am. 
But especially being knocked up, it's like, my joints are fucking loosey-goosey. My shit gets all tight in the night. Like, my, my muscles, last night I was kicking around in the bed, and I want to be able to spread out and snore and fart. I was farting so much last night. I think I only slept, like, four hours. Well, this is because I ate more than I normally would. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, let me finish this thought. I'm pregnant. I'm not judging myself. I'm all over the place. In the olden days... Before baby Jupiter was growing inside of me, I would book a hotel and I would do like some work, but I would always get a hotel with like a lot of glass countertops and just like set up a ring light, set up all my recording stuff and be like, okay, I'm working, I'm working. But first I'm going to just go like check out the scene, go have a drink at the bar. And then I'd have like one or two drinks at the bar. And then I'm like, you know, I'm feeling kind of tired. I should probably do like a little bit of drugs to pick me up. So I would just be like... (laughs) On this one-person bender in a hotel, which is, I mean, if you're in New York City, if you're you're in Manhattan, why not do it? it was, uh, I, I do not on it. I do not. Jupiter, I hope you're listening. Um, drugs and alcohol. I don't want to say they're bad. See, now we're we're teaching Jupiter a lesson together, all of us. Um, and if you don't agree with this, you might want to do earmuffs for your uh, fetus. But um, I, drugs and alcohol are not inherently bad. I think when you abuse them, you get addicted to them and they start controlling your life. That's not great. They can be fun in moderation. And I do not regret one second of, I know people like, I just, I lost so many years. It's like, "Mm, well, if you're out of it or wherever you are now, you wouldn't be at the place where you are right now. And I'm speaking to you, this place to anyone, you wouldn't be where you are right now had all the things in your past not happened, had you not done all those things. And you might be in a place where you're like, yeah, well, I'm in a place that fucking sucks, so I regret doing those things. You know, not to get too kind of off track here, but if you are in a place where you feel trapped and stuck and like, oh, just fucking everything's in shambles, if you can, try to change your mindset and uh, look at it as an opportunity to make a change and grow and start making different decisions, right? And I'm just saying this, I'm not... I mean, now I am kind of like living in a home. Uh, this is the first time in my adult life where I haven't been able to say, hey, and I live in a fucking shithole. I'm struggling every single day. Um, but I... Uh, so I've been down, 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 down a lot. And I think the reason that... Part of the reason that I am where I am today is because... I made the decision to look at my life when I was in kind of like a down spot or like, oh, this is rock bottom. This is hopeless. I've lost everything. I fucked up. I let my life spiral out of control. I think it's good to assess those things and then say like, okay, so those were maybe not ideal choices. At the time, they were fun. We thought it was cool. It's whatever. Maybe you're having trauma responses. And that's why you, like, my big thing is I just, like, don't reach out to anyone. I cancel things. Um, And so it's a way to lose friends real quickly and just lose contact with people. Um, But, like, try not to beat yourself up too much and instead say, like, okay, well, so, hmm, Moving forward, I will try to not do those behaviors. And the way to do that is instead of focusing on uh, all the things like, okay, so don't drink my face off. Okay, so don't spend all my money on drugs. Okay, so don't not return phone calls or emails or texts. The way you would phrase it to yourself is um, focus on the the positive actions that you're going to do instead. All right, so you would say like, 
Um, okay, so moving forward, I choose to be sober. Even if you only do it for a year, there's not... But you know what I mean? Like, oh, and you would say, like, I am someone who stays in contact with friends and family. I am someone who shows up to work on time. I am sh- someone who uh, spends their rent money on rent and not drugs. Or what, <laughs> however you want to phrase it. Again, this is like my personal things that I did. Um, God, I am out of breath. Jupiter, you are really taking it out of your mom. Okay. Uh, so all that being said, so I was like a quick kind of aside. Um, I don't regret any time that I ever stayed in a hotel and got just fucking blitzed out of my mind and uh, didn't actually get any work done. Because you know what? It's fun. But <laughs> this is my first time in a hotel as a knocked-up lady. And I don't know if you guys know, so you're not supposed to drink alcohol. Boo. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Boo. And uh, I haven't done, I haven't, like, specifically Googled this, but I'm sure cocaine is not good for a baby. So... I get in this hotel, and it's this weird... I don't know if you have this. If it's your first time being pregnant, you just kind of... It's like old habits. Like, I walked in, and I got really nervous because I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, yeah, I guess I'll work, but I feel like I need to do something really unhealthy and fucking crazy because I'm in a hotel. And so um, I just ordered... You guys, you want to hear how crazy this was? Well, room service, and even that, there's so many cool things on the menu, but it's like... The only thing my basic ass fetus, and Jupiter, I love you, and please don't take offense. I'm trying to like be funny for the show. The only thing my basic ass fetus wants, they had broccoli, carrots, french fries, and like a whipped feta dip. So I got four appetizers, picked at those, and then they had like a cookie dessert thing. So there's two cookies, and they also had, they have, like, milk sorbet, and I was like, that sounds good. And I got back, and my little baby did not want any of the sweets, but I force-fed, because <laughs> I was like, God damn it, I'm in a hotel. And I ate my little meal, and I didn't feel super full, and I felt, I was like, oh, I feel, like, good. This is good energy. And it's like, mm, but I'm in a hotel. I want to have a hard time sleeping. I don't, I don't, who sleeps in a hotel? So I force-fed myself uh, a cookie and was up rocking and rolling in this bed till about three o'clock in the morning, just stretching and farting. And um, yep, up four hours later to get decaf coffee. I mean, what a boring, this is so fucking boring. All right, let me get to the point of what we're talking about today, which is not beating yourself up and changing our, our self-talk. And I want to talk specifically about how I say this as I'm just like exercising and looking at myself in the mirror trying to suck my stomach in. Ugh. I want to talk specifically about body image and the things that we say to ourselves about the way that we look. Um, and I want to focus, like I said, specifically on like body weight, saying things to ourselves like we're fat and we're ugly because uh, your body's changing, our bodies are changing. And I notice almost out of reflex because growing up, my weight would go up and down. And this is not even like, oh, working in entertainment, just like my, and I love my mom. And if she's listening, mom, I love you. Um, and I'm over it. This also, I, I, I'm over it. This also is a part of my past. And so um, this kind of informed the way I was brought up, like most of us informs the way that we think and perceive the world and perceive ourselves and what's okay and what's normal. 
So growing up, my family, um, it was all the women, even the men, but all the women in the house, my mother, my grandmother, everyone was obsessed with their weight. And, oh, I I gained two pounds. Or at Christmas time, you're eating cookies, and they'd be like, oh, well, I'm being bad. I'm going to have to, it's okay. I'm just going to get fat. I'll just get really fat. And no one was really ever fat. And, uh, you know, when I was a a kid, I just started picking up that language. And I was constantly, like, um, just beating myself up. I was bulimic all through high school. Duh. Who wasn't? And um, I'm just really trying now to turn that shit around. And not for myself so much as it is for Jupiter. And so um, that's just something that I wanted to talk with you guys about. Sorry, I'm like super out of breath. It's fucking wild. So see, look, this is, and I should edit this and be like professional and be like in a studio and have it all together. But I'm leading by example to show you that like even this, everything's more difficult. And I used to like run three miles a day. And my boyfriend, first of all, and I love him and he's great. I'm like, I was like, man, I just gotta, I'll be like on a walk and my heart rate's through the roof and I'm sweating just from like kind of like a power walk. And he's like, yeah, well, a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people can run, like extreme athletes uh, run a lot. And it's like, well, okay. I'm not an extreme anything. So uh, I I will not be like sprinting. It's like, well, great. Um, As soon as I'm done vomiting up literally nothing, then maybe I'll think about taking a couple of laps around the block, just just pulling some, let's do some wind sprints, bro. So uh, everything is just more difficult, and I find it to be like a challenge to not just talk shit to myself and not just quietly, like I'll say this stuff out loud to my boyfriend, and I, and I know we all are having like it, hormones, go. Our, our hormones are just going crazy, right? So we're having these crazy um, hormonal kind of like floods in our body constantly and these mood swing changes and the brain fog again I can't fucking speak properly half the time Uh, but it's like that's for sure a part of it the hormone thing I don't think is an excuse for us to say wild shit like, uh, you know, uh, like for uh, to stay on this very specific topic, I'm really trying to focus. Like, to say wild shit like, um, you know, like the other day, and I found myself fucking just, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I feel so fucking fat. Look at my stomach. And this isn't even, this isn't even the baby. This is just shit. This is because I haven't shit properly for two days. And, I, and I'll just be like, oh, I look so, I could, could fucking wail. And uh, I'll, my legs are doughy and I'll just like start smacking my legs and grabbing my thigh fat and crying. And, and I understand that it's, like, in the moment. And here's where it gets... I don't, I don't think it, this is, like, heavy. I think it's pretty basic stuff. So, like, so say... Um, let's put some mindfulness into this. So if you've never done any kind of mindfulness or meditation thing. So say... Use this as an example, right? So you say you're just happy. You wake up and you feel like shit. You haven't, you haven't gone... You feel like shit because probably because you're full of shit. You probably haven't gone to the bathroom in a couple days. Um, so that doesn't feel great. And I mean, you feel like you have like septic poisoning. I lose my mind when I don't take a shit for a day. Um, and to sort of wake up and be like, oh, don't touch me, I feel fat. Or you look at your body in the mirror and you're like, oh, look at this. And you start to kind of like slap your thighs or, you know, smack your tummy or whatever it is. In the moment, catch yourself doing it, okay? 
here's a trick. We're going to change that behavior without judging ourselves and be like, oh, you're such a fucking bad person. Look, what are you teaching your child? This is not, you're, this, your body's changing and you're a mother and your body's changing so you can give life to a child and all you can do is worry about how big your thighs are, you fucking selfish cunt. Whatever runs through your head, sorry, this is harsh language. So we want to cut that stuff out, right? So if you find yourself really harshly judging your physical appearance, your ability to exercise, maybe you can't work out as hard as you used to, your body is changing, our bodies are changing, ligaments are literally just loosening up. Everything has to get loose and widen. It's normal. Things hurt. They don't feel great. You know, your stomach right now, again, if you're pregnant, and if, if this is happening and you're not pregnant, please go see a doctor. Um, but if you're pregnant, your abdomen is like purposely getting loose. All those muscles are getting soft, including your intestinal tract and all your digestive system, which is why uh, you're not shitting normally which is why you'll have like a weird like kind of like, for me, my farts sounds will like start way up top. And it sounds like a full fart. It's like, mm-hmm. so it sounds like a full fart, but like at the top of my stomach. And then I can almost feel that same fart for the next like 24 to 48 hours kind of traveled down through my intestine. It's very strange. And then by the time it finally gets to the bottom, it's like, oh, I don't even want to smell this thing because I've, I've been like following its journey. I've been tracking this fart's journey. It's like from the first rumblings where I get it kind of up top, it's like, all right, well, we'll be smelling that in two to four business days. Whew, it's going to be rough, which is why I recommend getting a hotel. Even just to give yourself the pleasure of overeating and just the heads up, it's not as fun as when <laughs> your digestion was fast. That's the other thing. And if you, you may have already done all this research and maybe you've been pregnant before and you're like, yeah, we get it. Well, this is all new to me. So um, I didn't realize another reason that like our digestive system is so fucked. I need to change that language. It's not fucked. It's different. It's not shitty or bad. It's just different. It's actually pretty fucking cool. Um, uh, it's, our digestion is way slower because we absorb nutrients through our, our intestinal tract, right? And that's where we are absorbing most of the nutrients in our body. And so our bodies are purposely slowing digestion down to like as slow as it can possibly be, specifically so we can absorb all the nutrients to give to our little babies, to our little cute little parasites. Oh, they're taking all of our nutrients. It's another reason we don't feel great. And that's why uh, it's better to eat like six smaller meals throughout the day if you can. And that also will help with heartburn and chew your food like a gazillion times. Oh, what I was going to say, I don't know, three days ago when I started this podcast, um, (laughs) but with the vegetables, because the chewing, by the time I I like get three bites into whatever it is I think I want, I'm over it. Whatever the, the food is, I'm like this... Hell yeah. These french fries are going to be good. I would get like, again, three or four bites of any whatever the food is. And I'm like, and I'm going to puke if I look at it. Um, so that's why I have to have like lots of snack options. I just take a couple bites here and there. Four vegetables um, in a blender. What I've been doing, and this is super helpful. This also helps with taking a dump, dropping a deuce, um, is spinach, frozen pineapple, and or frozen mango. 
And then I'll do a banana. You can slice it and put it in the freezer or put it in uh, room temp, just fucking raw, just like a raw banana in your throat first thing in the morning. Um, but tons of spinach and then some chia seeds and a little bit of um, the whole the hemp seeds. That's got a lot of protein. I haven't been craving meat. I can't really do meat. Um, eggs, maybe I can do like every other day. I can have like one egg. But um, So I'm trying to make sure I get enough protein. And hemp seeds are a really great protein source. Now, this is a good shake for anyone, regardless of whether or not you're carrying a child. Uh, but throw that in the blender and then with water. And if you can find like a protein powder, I'm looking for a good vegan one that doesn't have all kinds of like detox herbs because those are not great for us. Um, but that, throw those things in a blender, whatever other kind of frozen fr- um, fruit that you like. But pineapple and banana and mango, those are all strong and so they normally knock out the spinach flavor if the thought of like drinking spinach makes you want to puke just hearing about it. Um, but that's a good way to get some vegetables in. And you want to sip that slowly. And because they're all pre-blended like that, it's a little bit easier for your body to uh, pull nutrients from those fruits and vegetables. So a little, little nutrition tip. And see, I'm going to circle back to everything. Jupiter. This is also good um, for Jupiter to hear how their mom talks, which is like a crazy person. But at some point... We all get to the point. And you know what? It's not that we're crazy. And if you also talk like this, you can tell your partner and you can tell your fetus this and you can tell your kids if you have kids running around, look, we're not spastic. We just have so much information and so much going on all the time. And we're trying to get it all out. And we will get it all out. But it may not be in a boring kind of listomatic way. It's going to be all over the place, which makes life more fun and dynamic. See how we flip? Something that could be annoying into a positive. Uh, Excuse me, clear my throat. I'm not going to edit that out. I really, you know, this is, we're just learning to be okay with our imperfections. And and I say that, it's one, an excuse to like not edit. Also, I don't have an editor. Um, But also, it's like a real thing. And it's not that you go out of your way to like try to like do a shitty job at things. But I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last couple of years is, accepting things as they are. And then if you're not into it, you can change it. doesn't mean that you have to be into it. All right? doesn't mean you have to like it. But just accept it. It's not good. It's not bad. Oh, this is just what is. Okay, great. Well, and then, and then from there you go like, well, do we like that? Do we not like the results that we get when we're engaging in those type of behaviors or activities or those thought patterns? And if we do like the results, we keep doing it. And if we go, yeah, that's not really ideal, Okay, so then change the behavior. And when you take judgment out of anything, it makes life a lot easier. Um, plus, who wants to walk around and, like, beat themselves up all day? I've done it for uh, most of my adult life, and then I finally stopped doing it, and it's so much nicer to just, you know, if you, quote, fuck up or you do something wrong, don't even look at it as a fuck up. Just be like, oh, okay, well... Not ideal, but um, all right, I will make a note to try to not do that again, and how do we fix whatever's going on? And just continue to move forward. Um, And again, so I want to go back to even when you're judging your body and um, saying things like fat, disgusting, whatever your your word choice uh, is, your your preferred um, adjectives, uh, when you are beating yourself up. And I actually had, so I was planning to record this uh, episode f- four days ago. Some stuff popped off at the house. 
and I was unable to record. Uh, then, <clears throat> and I have a little TikTok about this. This is very real. Um, I got some new face cream. I got a serum and an eye cream. And I put those on. Now, I use a pretty basic, similar skincare routine. I like to use natural products. I use a lot of oil cleansers. And I did not realize that there were certain things we should not be putting on our bodies. Obviously, there are things that we cannot consume, but your skin is the largest organ in your body. And so what we put on our skin goes directly into our bloodstream. And there are certain skincare products that, are like, again, it's any type of like a detoxifier, a lot of the stuff that maybe is like anti-puff, anti-wrinkle, um, stuff that's going to maybe that's highly acidic. Because I don't know if you're having like the melasma thing on your skin. I noticed it was like, oh, my skin looks kind of weird. It's kind of like kind of patchy, which it normally isn't. And I wear a lot of sunscreen, but I was like, oh, like I'll get like a heavy-duty vitamin C serum. Apparently, um, that's not great. And I got an eye cream that's called an eye balm. And it's supposed to retain, it's like, you'll retain moisture for 24 hours. So I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, this is, um, you know, I can't get Botox. And I don't get a ton of Botox. I've had Botox in my forehead like twice. But I was like, uh, I kind of get nervous, especially, you know, I'm 40. So you notice it's like, I was looking at my face, I'm like, oh, God. My baby's taking all my nutrients. I'm dehydrated. So when you're dehydrated, you can see it in your face. And I just noted more li- noticed more like lines on my face. And I was like, I got to fucking get some heavy-duty skincare. So I bought these things, put them on my face the first night. And the eye cream, I was like, let me really load up on this. Because I noticed a little bit of like the when I was putting eyeshadow on, on my um, eyelid, I noticed I pulled with the brush. And I was like, oh, God. Didn't immediately bounce back. And I was like, oh, I have creepy skin on my eyes. I have grandma eyelids. Oh, my God. So I panicked. So I layered this shit on super thick, like like frosting. I put this eye cream around my eyes as thick as I put butter on toast. And I mean, I mostly, it's like, it's like do I want to have a, a crumb of toast with my a pound of butter? That's, I mean, I, it is like, fr- it's thick. I actually like to take the toast out, let it get kind of cool so that when I put the butter on it, like, Partially melts, but it's mostly just like a thick layer. So, that was before I was knocked up. And thankfully, Jupiter still likes that. Um, so I layer this shit on, and I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, hmm. You know, and you can feel like, I'm like, ah, oh, my eyes feel puffy. I'm going to look tired. Uh, they puffed up. I had this crazy allergic reaction. I am on steroids now, and I have a small dose. The doctor knows I'm pregnant. I'm actually going to... He's a local doctor. He's a friend of my um, baby daddy. And his wife, they have three kids. And so he knows I'm pregnant. And I think I might go to their OBGYN. Who knows? I feel like that's kind of weird. He's like, oh, yeah, my my wife, oh, she has a great OB. And, like, they're friends. They hang out. I was like, well, I don't know that I want to be, like, at dinner. You know, it's like, hey, so you, uh, you, you're, the same woman's seen both of your guys' pussies. Yeah, we're, we were we were actually, because we're friends with the OBGYN, we kind of, we were talking about your wife's pussy. We were, Wendy, we were talking about your pussy the other day. It's crazy. So I don't know that I want, like, to have, like, a common pussy-looking friend. Um, so I may not go to her, but I do trust this guy because it was, it went on for 48 hours. So I had this huge, swollen, like, I'm not exaggerating, when I tell you, it was like Quasimodo. God, and I feel like such a fucking asshole saying this, which I, I need to get over feeling like an asshole because, again, we have to accept, like, we're human beings, and this is a normal, that's a nor- this is a normal feeling. 
Um, and it's okay. And whatever the feeling is, it comes up, accept it. And then we go through and identify the thoughts behind it. And then we interrogate those thoughts. Is it true? Is it not? I mean, that's kind of the, that's the daily um, cognitive behavioral therapy work, the mindfulness work, whatever you want to call it. Um, see, in the moment, before I even started going, I'm like, I feel like such a fucking piece of shit for saying this, but I have to be like, okay, well, but that's how you feel. So if we don't like the way that we feel when we say or think certain things, then maybe we need to change that thought or, or change that behavior, right? It's a perfect example. Um, and, uh, so that is my disclaimer. I'm one of these people, and I think a lot of people where you go like, oh, she's just so ugly, because we're not, like, supermodels. And from certain angles, I'll be like, this is not my good side. My nose is too big. I need an, and especially as you get older. Like, I was like this when I was younger, if I'm being honest. So what is this older shit I'm trying to lie to myself about? Uh, but always kind of, you know, being like, oh, bummed out about the way that I look, and I wish I was pretty. <laughs> Cut to... My eyes swelling up and my cheeks swelled up. My face and my neck were like red and blistered. My skin was peeling. My face, it was like, it looked like a prosthetic Halloween mask. My left eye was more swollen than my right, but they were just so puffy that it, like I didn't look like me. I looked like a different person. And first I was like, this is not great. My, so first it's like, oh, I'm having some kind of allergic reaction. My second thought before I thought I got to go to a doctor I got to look this up I got to this eye cream I got to get rid of I got to put ice on this before any of that when I saw my face my first thought was I cannot let my boyfriend see me like this he will break up with me and kick me out of the house because I look like a monster I walked around wearing sunglasses not regular sunglasses being kind of like reflective reflective sunglasses and would not let him look at me. He was like, well, let me take a picture so I can send it to my friend who's a doctor. And I was like, I can't. I'm afraid you will, like, leave me. And I was not being, like, funny or... I mean, I was being hyperbolic and dramatic. Again, again, you know what? And he, and he can't be mad because if he's like, oh, this is irrational. It's like, okay, well, you know what? The same thing is making me fucking walk around in sunglasses and cry and think you're going to leave me because my eyes are puffy. Those are the same hormones that are making my tits look fucking great. So you got to accept it. It's the good and the, and the better. Because <laughs> you, should, you should be happy I'm putting sunglasses on because I do look, I do look at Quasimodo, Quasimama. And I mean, I just was like beside myself and I would look in there and I was like, this is swelling's got to go down. And then I started thinking like, just, I mean, and I was saying out loud to myself and to my boyfriend, I was like, I'm like, I look so ugly. And I was like, honestly, if I, I know I say a lot, like, oh, I feel ugly. I feel, you know, I feel gross. Or I feel like I look like a witch. I'm like, I actually look like a monster. And this sounds fucked up to say, but if I woke up one day and just looked like this for the rest of my life, I don't know if I would want to live. I, and I, I don't know. I, I just don't think I would want to live if I like looked this ugly every day. And I said that out loud. And I was like, oh, God. I got to put this in with the Body Positivity Podcast. <laughs> I got to thank God I didn't record the other day. Because I think this goes hand in hand. Okay? It's the same. And yes, that's a normal response. But like we talked about 
in the uh, last episode, everything that's going on in our brain and stuff that we're saying, the shit that we're putting on our skin, the reason why I swelled up. So um, I said this on the TikTok. I want the ingredients that I know for sure you cannot have uh, on your skincare products or in your skincare products on your skin. That's what I was trying to say. Um, licorice root, willow bark, and chickweed. So um, just double check your products. And if you're using stuff that's already working, that you were using before you got knocked up and your skin is still fine, it's not a problem. But our bodies, it's the same way that like we gag when we see raw chicken or certain foods make us nauseous. Like before I knew I was pregnant, we went out for sushi. It was the night that we took the test. And I like <laughs> looked at the menu and I love sushi. And I was like, none of this looks good. I talked about it in the last episode. But our bodies are very keyed into, and, and the healthier we are, so the more we're making decisions um, that we know are, are good for us, our, our bodies get more in tune with what they need. And this is a crazy response. My body broke out. And essentially, and that's the rash, even though it's annoying, I'm like, this is actually like, pretty fucking cool that our bodies uh, get a signal like danger will robinson like this stuff cannot enter our bloodstream because it's gonna possibly fuck with the kid we're trying to grow and so it stops it as soon as it can which again it's like that's a miracle but also do we do we need it for two days how long does it take to filter some eye cream out body and i know everything's like slower and (laughs) it's all about the baby but like Mama doesn't want to wear sunglasses in her house at nine o'clock at night because she looks crazy. <laughs> uh, but it, it but it's pretty cool, right? Everything got inflamed. <laughs> like it's so cool. My neck and cheeks were like red and itchy and flaky because my body was just like this. Is such a miracle. Our bodies are miracles. <laughs> I'm not a monster. I'm a miracle. Uh, so just be careful of that. Um, but it's that kind of self talk. Even then, it's like. Think about what you would say if that happened to your child. If your kid, or, and this is, again, let's just be honest. Let's be real here for a second. Um, There, and and I understand, like, as you get older, the chance of, like, uh, birth defects, as far as being a mom, uh, increase. And let's be honest. So say, no, I've got decent bone structure. My baby daddy's hot. But you don't know what your kid's going to look like. You don't know. You don't know what your kid's going to look like. They, if they, they might, I mean, you, you, they, you know, and Jupiter, I'm going to love you either. I'm not even either way. I'm going to, I already love you. And now I'm talking to my kid and you can say this to your kid. Um, but you just don't know. Um, What's up with your kid yet? The, I mean, it, the chances are the kid's going to be normal and healthy, but even then it's like, okay, they, they might have like a different... Jesus, this is going to sound... You know what? I can't even judge myself. Like if I was looking at my face and, and I had to be like, well, what if my baby comes out with some kind of physical deformity or... Um, and I hate to use the term abnormality, even just in theory. It's like if my child's deaf or autistic or, you know, has MS or Downs or whatever, anything, it's like, 
I don't want to, I don't even want to refer to it as, as an abnormality because it's like in the same way that whatever's going on with you as a grown up <laughs> is okay and it's the way it's supposed to be. The, same with our kids. And, um, and I just started to think like, I don't want, I would be heartbroken to have my little kid be embarrassed or even kids if they wear glasses, if they need glasses or their teeth are messed up when they're little before they get braces, like that can like really fuck with a kid. And I just was like, I, I, I don't like this is, I would be devastated. I'd be devastated if my child came out and was constantly beating themselves up and down on themselves for the way that they look if, you know, they come out. And nobody's perfect. Well, it's, it's no, nobody's perfect by, like, societal standards, and yet we are all perfect just by nature of being. However you are, you're perfect that way. If you were any different, you wouldn't be you. And it's like we need all... It's like it just accept it, and it's already perfect. Um, in the same way that if your life feels like it's in shambles, it's like, well, it's there for your life is in shambles for a reason. You're there for a reason. So you can choose to kind of sit and wallow in that. Or you can say, I'm supposed to learn something here. It's an entrepreneurial thing. Um, I listen to a lot of those podcasts and they always, and you will hear me repeat this probably, but like instead of looking at something as a problem or a pitfall or a challenge, challenge kind of works, but I used to say it's an opportunity. Oh, look, this is an opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity to um, approach this challenge from a different angle. It's an opportunity to make a change. Okay, so you want to look at things that way. Um, so in that sense, that's just like to start to kind of realize that everything is already the way it's supposed to be. Even if it seems like, well, this sucks. It shouldn't be. There's no should or shouldn't. If it's happening, it's happening. And you accept it or don't. Uh, it, it's a lot easier if you just accept what's happening in life. And because, uh, I mean, what's your other option? Rail against it? That's borderline mental illness, right? Because people will be like, it's raining. You're like, no, it's not. It's not supposed to rain. It's like, okay, well, it's not personal, bro. It's just raining. <laughs> <sighs> All right, you can sit around and be mad about the rain or you can get an umbrella and just move on with your day. You know what I mean? So like in general, accept shit as it's happening and uh, move forward from there seems to be the best way. Um, God, and my tears are burning my skin because my skin is still, like, red and sensitive and flaky. I do, and, it's, and this, it sounds so terrible, but I'm always like, oh, I have, like, really good skin, and now my skin is not great. And I know why. It's not a mystery, but still, I mean, I just was like, I really... And thanks to Jupiter. And so I want you to look at it this way. Instead of looking at it as like, oh, I got to change because of this fucking kid so I can't call myself a fat, ugly monster, which is like such a weird thing because I had that thought too. And I was like, well, that seems not great. Instead, it's how cool. It's like, oh, I have like a reason to stop beating myself up. And even the thought of, and also just like, I, I'm really starting to, and I don't know if you're starting to have this like, Everything that I do, even when I eat, even last night, like with eating cookies, I was like, I'm going to eat all. And it's like, well, is this a good lesson to teach Jupiter? Do I want to feed my kid a bunch of sugar right before we go to sleep? And I did. And we were both awake and tossing and turning all night. So we learned our lesson. Um, but everything I do now, I'm starting to be like, oh, this is like I, I'm teaching this lesson to my child right now 
in the womb on a cellular level. And it's it, like, and, and that's the, my big challenge in the, in the very beginning of the pregnancy. My biggest challenge has been to stop the negative self-talk. And so I'd like you to do the same. And I, I invite you to do the same. And even if you don't do it all the time, just be aware. So in the, the book, The Four Agreements, one of, the, one of the agreements is be impeccable with your word. So it doesn't mean like keeping your promises. It means basically watch what you say, okay? Because our words affect our thoughts, affect our feelings, affect our behaviors and actions, and those uh, behaviors and actions then uh, lead to patterns, habits, and that kind of affects who we are as a person and where we go, our life trajectory. Our life's trajectory. So that all starts with like the thoughts, the words that we think and the words that we say. So, I mean, I for like a flash with my skin flaring up like this, I cried and I just, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, the only good thing about me really is that my skin is nice. Now I don't have that. I'm just like, I would rather die than be ugly. Which is such a fucking shitty thing to say because, first of all, I'm like not even that hot. Um, <laughs> but also, like, ugly people, God, this is Wendy, this is so mean. I don't mean, I'm not a mean girl, but I was like, ugly people have value. Probably more value than like hot people. If I'm being honest, I have a, na- I have a natural aversion to people that are just like super hot because it's like, fucking, what do you have to say? What can you tell me about life? Look at you. Look at you. Look at your symmetrical face and your bone structure. I don't want to hear a goddamn word out of your pretty, pretty mouth. But if I'm being honest, like I really have an, a natural aversion to like super hot people. I like a medium hot to a fucking ugly person. Um, which is like why I'm purposely eating cookies once a week right before I go to bed. So I can like stay humble and stay real and stay relatable. And also... <laughs> Well, I'm going to keep these face creams and just apply it like once a month. It's almost like a chemical peel. My face is like, and it, it looks puffy. I mean, the eye cream kept its promise because it's like, get rid of eyelid wrinkles and retain moisture. And I, for like two days, I was so puffy and retaining so much water in my face that I like didn't have eyelids. So like I technically couldn't have wrinkles there. So I guess it kind of works. Uh, but who knows? I mean, I don't know. Like it was pretty, it, it was... 48 hours of moisture, and I had to get steroids to get the moisture down. So um, I don't know. I'm, my, I'm returning the serum for sure, but I might keep this this little eye balm. Balm, and not balm like B-A-L-M. It's balm, B-O-M-B. So yeah, I might keep the, the eye balm. Because it did work, you know. My shit blew up. <laughs> Kapow! And, um, uh, but I, I, if I do keep it, I won't put it on my eyes. I'm going to rub it all over my fucking tits. Just my nipples to get real big... Baby feeders, real big bottle tops there. Just huge, swollen. Oh, God. How painful. Nope. I don't need that. My, uh, that's like the one bright spot in all this. The tits are popping. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about my breasticles in front of my child, in front of your child. And especially in front of the childless person. If you're listening and you don't have a kid and you're not pregnant, I, you know what? I'm going to stop talking about my my body parts in a sexual way because I'm now that I'm a mother I'm no longer a sexual person which is oh god we're going to talk about that next week not today because I'm going to try to wrap this up um, with a little bit of a practice for us but that's something for sure we're going to talk about because fucking very interesting territory Um, the whole like being sexual and also being like 
the carrier of a sweet, 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 sweet child, <laughs> a, a beautiful parasite. Um, okay, so let me focus. Let me focus me. Let me focus us. So what we're going to do is this idea of being impeccable with our word. As you move through your day, I want you to pay attention to the things that you say to yourself about your body, about your face. Um, if you say things like, oh, like I'm so stupid, things like that, like all the, we want to cut that shit out too. So whatever your thing is, if you think your body's great and you never say anything negative about your body, then, you know, focus on not calling yourself a, a hot idiot. Uh, but if you're like most people, especially during this time, if you find yourself just like, ugh, grossed out and saying all kinds of wacky shit to yourself, remember, and this is going to get repeated, I have a feeling uh, in every episode, but I have to remind myself of this, it seems like every hour, it's not just you, your baby is listening and feeling the feelings that you are feeling. And uh, I would hope, and I would think that it might come, that's not true, I was going to say it might just come naturally. No, there are a lot of parents who are like real pieces of shit to their kids. Um, so I would hope for you and for your child's sake that you're going to love your child unconditionally and think that your kid is just the best in every way and regardless of how they look or how they act, you're going to think your kid is just like the coolest, most beautiful thing that ever walked the earth that ever took a breath on the earth. And um, I think a good way to teach our kids that, because we have to lead by example, right? We can't be calling ourselves fat and disgusting or like, ugh, my short legs or whatever your thing is, my double chin, my flabby arms, I have cellulite on my arms, you know, whatever it is, my skin's a mess. If we're putting ourselves down... And then in turn, here are kids doing that. We don't really have a leg to stand on if, you know, and I, this is now, I'm not, my brain's like, what if my kid's born a paraplegic and it doesn't have two legs to stand on? It's like, oh God, and Jupiter, I'm still going to love you. <laughs> Actually, probably more because then you can never leave your mother. You have to stay with me forever and ever and ever. Like, we don't really have a leg to stand on if we're talking shit to ourselves and our kids like, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm cutting myself because my stomach's not flat. You'd be like, no, 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 you're perfect. And they're like, well, motherfucker, I heard you ever, I heard you in the bathroom the other day crying about your stomach fat, crying about the stretch marks on you, your body that I gave to you. So then that's a whole other layer of like, not only do they hear us complaining about our body's not looking perfect, but they probably like, oh shit, well, I did that to my mom's stomach. Ugh. I guess not only am I chunky and ugly, but I'm also a fucking terrible person who ruined my mother's life, right? It's like, be careful of the stuff that we say, and let's start doing it now. Let's start doing it now, because when our kid gets here, there's going to be so much going on. It's such a flurry, right? Of Just life coming at you, like, just like, in a way that I've never had a kid, but I've watch my sister and I just I have a general idea of what my life has been like <laughs> my whole life without having a kid being single and it already feels like that now that I'm like 
living with someone and we're planning our wedding and two animals. Like I'm never alone. And which is, you know, again, I booked a hotel so I could just like eat cookies and fart all night like that. I'm like, oh, (laughs) sweet release. Right. Life is going to come at us really intensely. And so we want it to be second nature for us to say positive things to ourselves. We want it to be second nature so that without thinking, so that our knee-jerk response is not to say something shitty about ourselves. It's to not say anything at all. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that applies not only to other people, but more importantly to ourselves. Right? So just as you go through your day, I want you to pay attention as you notice yourself looking at your body, thinking a negative thought, saying something out loud. And again, even if you want some kind of hormonal tirade, that's okay. We're having all those feelings. Having a hormonal tirade is not an excuse to continue the negative self-talk, right? So you might say some wild shit, but even in the moment, you can still be aware of your thoughts and say like, okay, well, that was a crazy thing to say, and I don't actually feel that way, and it's hormones, and it's... And, and again, I cannot stress this enough, if you feel like crazy doing that, because to yourself, just talk to your kid. That's Talking to Jupiter has been the most helpful thing for me. Because to say something, I'll say something shitty or mean or whatever, and then I'll be like, Jupiter, this is not, okay, let me explain. Sometimes you're going to have feelings, <laughs> really. And I started recording some of these things. I'm going to give these to my kiddo when they're older. But like, again, talk to your kid, but you're really just talking to yourself. And like, let's start showing our children unconditional love by way of ourselves. So I want you to start showing your child unconditional love by showing it to yourself, okay? And that includes not being shitty to yourself when you think a negative thought, okay? So that's all we're going to do. Just pay attention to your thoughts this week, right? Um, Interrogate them, investigate them. Are they true? Is it productive, right? Is it a true thought? Is that productive? Is that helpful? And how would you feel if you heard your kids saying the same thing to themselves? So let's put it in that perspective and start to treat ourselves the way we want our child to treat themselves and the way we want to treat our child. So whatever you're saying to yourself, remember on some level your kid's getting that same message. And is that the message that you want to send? I'm not going to tell you. What messages you want to send? Because you might be like, no, I think it's good. I want my kid to know that, like, you know, if they gain weight or look kind of ugly, that, like, God, they are not worthy of love. And they should not expect love, not from me, not from a partner. They should, you know, if they're not attractive, yeah, they're probably going to get with someone that treats them like shit. And uh, they deserve that. You know, maybe they should hit the gym and put on an eye cream, you know, and fucking check the ingredients first, you stupid bitch. You know, like that kind of stuff. So, like, (laughs) whatever message you want to send your kid, I'm going to leave that up to you. But uh, just be aware of the thoughts that are uh, running through your head and coming out of your mouth, because I know we got a lot of wild shit popping off with these hormones. Um, but just breathe slowly. And this is, a, again, this is great practice for us to do this now, because when our kid is here, we probably won't even have time to process our thoughts in the moment, because we're too busy worrying about keeping our baby alive. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> 
our brains will probably be processing thoughts about as inefficiently as our bodies are currently processing our food. You know what I mean? Like, we'll probably... You'll just be like going through your day and then, uh, you know, you'll just all of a sudden get mad about something and you'll be like, well, that didn't, oh, that happened a week ago. Okay, great, great, great. So I'm, I'm mad about something that happened a week ago because it took a week for my brain to actually process what the fuck is even going on, right? So we want to like practice now, getting in tune with in the moment and, and just, again, just be aware of the thoughts that are running through your head, the words, the thoughts are words. Just pay attention. Pay attention. Don't judge it, but change it if you don't like it, okay? And, uh, yeah, be nice to yourself. Because guess what? It ain't about us anymore. Mm -mm. Our bodies do not give a shit if we used to have a six-pack. Or, bro, I used to be able to, like, work out a lot harder. How about me? I used to be able to (laughs) talk into a microphone without sounding like I'm running a literal marathon. Like, hi, but it's evened out now because I, well, I stopped moving. I'm static. I stopped literally doing like kind of a weird leg lift to the side. Minimal activity. I really just anchored my body. Although I did remain standing because sitting is the new smoking. Oh God, they're just, whatever. I don't have time for this. Yeah, if you want to sit down, sit down. That's the other thing is I'll sit and I'm like, this is laziness. I should be standing and burning calories. It's like your body's already burning extra calories because you're growing a baby and also just chill you're you're doing fine honestly you're crushing it and uh i'm gonna wrap this up so that i can maybe go for a little walk in the sunshine and just i'm just gonna i'm gonna put on some local news walk around and just fart my fucking ass off and jupiter you're allowed to hear that and you're allowed to say the f word if you want especially and i'm of course i mean fart we talk about farts in this house <laughs> and in this hotel. All right. I'm going to go. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're feeling okay. And um, I hope you're able to make sense of whatever fell out of my mouth in the past hour-ish. All right. Um, take care of yourself. Be nice to yourself. And be nice to your little kid. And if you're not pregnant, be nice to your inner child. All right. Love you guys. And um, go drink some water because I can guarantee with or without child, None of us are hydrated enough. All right, I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.